Hi guys and welcome back to the Let Me Explain podcast hosted by your girl Baby H and your girl Casey. Welcome back to the 8th podcast. Well done, you finally got the numbers right. <laughs> you know what it is? We basically we have this thing where I never know the number of podcasts we're on. So I just like, I'll be like, welcome back to the... Uh, and then yeah, I'm aware, I listen to the podcast. Yeah, lovely. We have a special, special guest. Drum roll. One we've been waiting for. For since we started this podcast and we actually wanted her to be on. No pressure or anything. Oh but just God. do you wanna introduce yourself or do you want us to? Hi guys. I'm Miss Muhammad. Um I've been wanting to come on for so long. Thanks for having me, girls. I'm so happy to be here. Um on your eighth episode. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. You don't understand how excited I've been, Miss Muhammad. Like literally I've been begging you because i feel like you just have your one person that just knows anything and everything about everything literally I know, guys don't gasp me please. no 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 wallahi and i I'm, just like i could come to you and we can talk about space like the most <laughs> randomest shit i can come to you and just talk to you about it because you just i don't know you're very well educated in all things in this oh realm my god thanks babes thanks i really appreciate that I just read about everything and anything. I'm just when I'm bored, I just mm. Google some random shit. I don't know if you guys do this, but yeah, mm-hmm. I would literally just be in the middle of nowhere, yeah. any place, at any time. Uh-huh. I see something I don't know, and I'm like, Google. Naktan <laughs> 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 yeah, well, like, you know that. That's and actually a good. That's a good quality to have as a person. Well, like, you don't yeah. want to just be in a bubble and not know what's happening in this world. Even yeah. if it's something just random, well, I research it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm super curious. Mm. Um, but they do say curiosity would kill the cat kill. one day. Yeah. Very, very. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. all of us in a way. But there we have it. Miss Muhammad, she's the ambassador of Google, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm walking, talking Google. Imagine. I'm dead, I'm dead. We love that. Um, today's episode, guys, is going to be based on solving dilemmas. And I asked you guys on the Instagram to send us some. And a lot of you guys have sent some in through um the curious cat so we're just gonna get straight into it do you guys want me to read the first one yeah, yeah. go ahead okay this one actually when i read it, i laughed hi guys um i love your podcast and applaud you for being consistent thus far okay my dilemma is the person i'm seeing is a chronic complainer and feels like the world is against him don't get me wrong he treats me really well and we get along perfectly but his constant rants are starting to get to me I spoke to him about it and he doesn't see it as an issue. He says that as his girl, he should be able to confide in me and thinks that I'm being dismissive of his problems. I genuinely listen to his issues and give him advice, but he never takes action. At this point, I feel like he just likes ranting and I find it annoying and unattractive. Am I wrong to feel this way? (laughs) (laughs) I need a moment for that. Nobody likes a serial complainer. Especially when you're not going to take my advice. I'm basically talking to deaf ears. I'm so sorry, but my time is hardly. True, true, true. No, but... I don't know. I feel like like when when you're a serial complainer or someone just likes to complain a lot, any issue that you bring to me at the end of the day, I'm just going to be like, oh, here it goes again. Another one. I'm not going to think it... Like, think of it as something big and I'm not going to want to help you because I'm just like, okay, at this point, you're complaining about everything and anything. Yeah. So I would say you're not wrong to feel this way, especially if it's someone that's a serial complainer. Yes, you should be able to, you know, voice your your, um, issues to your partner and stuff like that but there's a point where it gets too much and I feel like you shouldn't feel um, any type of way to voice that opinion to him and be like listen I get that you're going through shit but like sometimes it's getting a bit too much like it's it's like a cycle that never ends yeah absolutely yeah do you guys have any thoughts on that? personally for me um, if it's something like he's going through like himself and he's complaining about what he's dealing with or you know his day to day life then yes it can be a bit too much but in saying that still like I, 
I still don't see a big issue with that. Mm-hmm. But if this guy is complaining about everything and anything, like literally nothing's like out of bounds and he's going to complain about everything, mm-hmm. then that could be too much. Like who the hell would want to be around somebody like that? Because it's kind of freaking annoying. Number one. And number two, you got other things to worry about. Like, you know what I mean? I agree. Wallahi. I mean, I don't know. For me, it's like, okay, if you're complaining about like, if you want me to get the hint of something, then yeah, fair enough. Like subliminal messages, but you don't want to tell me directly. I understand. But if you're literally complaining about anything and everything, wallahi, that that's like tiring. And especially when it's like mala yani things. Like, can't you handle it? Like, it's attractive. Solve your own problems. Yeah. Like, why are you true. coming to me to help you solve your problems? And you're not even taking my advice anyways. I think you should just let him know. Or maybe be like, do you feel like you're a chronic complainer? Like, maybe yeah. help him like yeah. in that element instead of just always giving him ears. Because maybe he doesn't know ears. that's an issue. Like, yeah. maybe he thinks like um what's called it's like calm Mm. but if it's getting to the point where you're starting to find him unattractive because he's complaining a lot then your relationship's just gonna go downhill from there guys but have you heard of um girls having issues with guys not actually expressing how they feel yeah i know never so there's like it's two extremes right right i don't know well what would you rather though would you rather that over somebody who's just silent you don't know what's going on you don't know what's happening with him he never expresses what he's upset about oh i think i'd rather two extremes are kind of done but in saying that i'm sorry but I'd rather someone that's like, I'd rather somebody that complains. Complains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. then at least I know where you stand in life. Yeah. Nah, sis, just American. Well, and this is the bad. You know, I think he's good with other things. Maybe. Take him to therapy. <laughs> maybe he needs an I'm outlet. scarred from therapy tell him to join clubhouse because yeah. you know there's rooms for that there's, well, like, there's constant complaining no 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 no, darling get a therapist <laughs> that's my advice to you no. come from Casey yeah. I personally say listen chat to him just be like look like I've it's a kind of a pattern now like about a freaking you're hungry you could be complaining you could be complaining every little thing sometimes yeah. separate what's important and what's not important mm-hmm. and just let him know be like listen like Okay, it's kind of like continuous and it's an ongoing trend. Like, if there's something I can help you with, then sure, complain to me. But if there's something I cannot help you with and like you also, I'm not going to do anything about it, then what's the point of complaining? Ultimately, you're going to complain true. to get a result, right? That's true. So if you're just complaining just to complain, nirag. Mm. Where, 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 where? <laughs> they're very hard to find i know <laughs> but are um, we yeah, <laughs> just tell him honestly it how it is the fact that you don't take um this guy doesn't take her whatever she gives him like he complains and complains and the solutions that she gives him he never takes and yeah, I'm but maybe like, he just wants to express yeah that, which okay is but what's but what's the point of that you can talk to yourself in the mirror at the end of i the reckon day. you should do journaling while i like yeah, I reckon journaling would help him. That's actually quite true. Journaling yeah. will help. I think you don't want to feel like a burden on somebody because clearly, yeah. um, homegirl's getting annoyed. Imagine, <laughs> exactly. Imagine this guy is just constantly complaining. Well, I personally. I do not have the sabr for that. Yeah. I would have said, ship that ship that ship that ship that I can't, I can't. <laughs> Sorry. I would have said, I'm going to go to the No, but well, like, no, no. Sis, no, honestly, you're, not, that, wrong to feel this you're way. not wrong to feel this way. Just mm. chat to him on levels um, and just let him know how it is. And are they going to express yourself? Complain. Are you going to ah. do Hello, you're too many complaining. I'm getting annoyed. Give a taste of his own medicine. Mm. Maybe he doesn't know it's an issue though. No, he does. But she said, um, she's told him that it's an issue and he's like, well, I should, like, I want to feel like I can. He literally said, <laughs> I want to feel like I can tell my girl anything. Mm. 
no. You know what? One, can I just say something? I hate people that think just because I'm with you or just because we're we're friends and we're yeah. close, there's no boundaries. Still that about I'm like I don't like that. Yeah, absolutely. Like you, you know what I mean. Just have some boundaries. Mm-hmm. And in saying that as well, like he, do, you said that he does everything else. Like you know. He takes care of you and stuff like. Did she take care no, of you? No, no, she didn't. She didn't mention the but provider. He said, she said, he said <laughs> no, no, <laughs> the provider for the provider. Um, he said that she's like he's good in every other element, right? She said no, something she about hasn't him. said anything about no, that. No, she has. No, she hasn't. She's literally just said he's a chronic complainer, and feels like the world is against him. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why did I forget that part? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, she said he treats me well and yeah. we get along perfectly, but he's just a cl- chronic. Yeah, see, yeah. also like think about weigh up the goods, the pros and the cons. You know, yeah. if you like every other element as well, how could dig dig in? Like, don't just be quick to ax him because he's a chronic complainer. Yeah, kind of figure out a balance as well. And the poor guy's probably gone through something. Yeah, yeah. well, like, hey, like give him the benefit of the doubt as well. Mm. Too much benefit of the doubt. Mm. Not too much. Not like too it. much. Oh my god. <laughs> benefit of the debt at Dunyan has killed women. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benefit of the doubt has caused so many toxic relationships. Benefit of the doubt. I'm joking. I don't want to hear Guys, about it. You know what we're doing? No. We're giving advice and then we're giving the complete opposite advice <laughs> in the same breath. You know what I mean? Okay. No, I'm joking. I'm telling you. Just have a chat to this nigga and let him know. Listen, <laughs> find another outlet for your ranting because I can't take it every single day. You're just ranting, ranting, ranting. Mm-hmm. My ears are just going to become deaf at one point. Yeah. yeah. But do you want to move on to the next one? Do you guys have anything else to say? No, I, th- I think that's enough. Next one that was actually sent and it says, urgent, your brother in need. <laughs> <laughs> in all caps, urgent. Um, so the person said... Hey girls, really like the podcast from a guy's point of view. Okay, I'm 26 years old, successful Somali man who's ready to settle down. I've been in a relationship with this girl for two years. It's very serious and we're looking to get married. Now, here's a problem. She doesn't like anyone but me. She's only nice to me and is always fighting with her friends and family, which results in her always wanting to spend time with me. She constantly fight. She's constantly fighting her friends for dumb reasons, even when she's in the wrong, and expects me to side with her in every every single time. When I tell her what she's doing is wrong, she gets upset at me. I like her company, but I feel like we should have our own space because when she's always fighting with her friends, that means she's um, always having to spend time with me, and she gets upset when I'm when I went to hang out with the guys. I'm asking you girls for advice because I'm wondering: is this a genuine trait among females? Or is it just red flags I'm not seeing? Also, if I wanted to leave her, how would I do that? Thanks, girls. Much appreciated. First of all, what are we going to unpack first? Because I honestly, um, I feel so confused. He said, I like her. And if I wanted to leave her, how should I do that? He doesn't want to stay. Wallahi. No, 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 no. We'll unpack it. This is urgent. Okay, okay. This brother is a red flag. (laughs) Well, red flag side. No, I'm joking. No, you're not. I'm sorry I said that. But can I just start by saying... You need a lot of help and we got you. First and foremost, I would honestly recommend that. <laughs> well, I don't know where to start because this is honestly quite confusing. Yeah. He's saying But why is, you know, go down, why is she fighting with the general public? She's fighting with everybody. Family, friends, I think, yeah, colleagues. Yeah. Even I think the cats on the street. Well, I everyone. No, but I personally, I don't like. You know what I think is, don't be with somebody that's just nice to you. They've got to be nice to others as well. Mm. You know what I mean? Because tomorrow, you'll just say you do become family. You get married to this girl, and you know, you know what I mean. Once the honeymoon phase is over, you're just going to be 
a regular person to her as well mm-hmm, so. so her character's probably a bit off mm-hmm. or maybe she should actually work on herself before like she c- can get into a relationship if she's already going through turbulent like a turbulent period with her family her close friends she's probably not even ready to settle down because those are the people that are in her community right now mm-hmm. and if she's having issues with them maybe that's something that she needs to address you know create boundaries for herself makes um she needs to make sure that this is not going to affect her once she's married because so. imagine she is married and now you're having, you know, how about knock on your door talking about banana kasaba you know, <laughs> I have an issue with this girl and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know what I mean? You yeah. don't want that. Yeah. So make I reckon this girl needs to sort herself out. Are they going to other first and foremost? Because why are you in a relationship for two years? I don't oh, mean like, to judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really don't mean to judge Wallahi, but I just think two years is a really long, long time. time. Wallahi, it's a long time. You know what I mean? Maybe everybody is different at the end of the day but for me I personally think two years is a long time if you're serious about somebody and I'm assuming he's Muslim yeah 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 and he's Somali mm-hmm. yeah you know what I mean like it's just it's, it's just a bit of a 26 stretch 26 year old successful Somali man yeah well like, like it's a bit of a you're stretch. 26 years old like you should be wanting to settle he down is. he said um, a man who's ready to settle down <laughs> right but like he's been with her for two years like when did you realize that she's been having these problems like do you know what I mean also not to say like run away but I'm saying no I would run away if I was him what the okay. heck she's no because she's literally a walking red flag if someone is showing you a different face and then they're showing their family and their friends a different face like that's quite concerning uh like i wouldn't want to go into a marriage where the person is showing me i'm so like kind and sweet and then and behind my back she's a terrorizer to the entire universe <laughs> that's not something that's but not because like, yeah. later on when we're in in our own house she's gonna turn to the rest of me as well but like what has made him stay for two years clearly she was doing something right yeah, yeah but exactly. some people are good hollywood actors wallahi so no, but it's not you, like he doesn't know he knows them this yeah guy. like at the end of the day you, for you for her as well like she can't just be going around being rude to everybody else as well you know you need to be a respectful person later on how she's going to respect your family tomorrow when she has an issue with your sister your mum. you know what i mean mm. she needs to be able to manage herself yeah yeah and like she might get a remote thrown out of her head one day by your mother-in-law <laughs> <laughs> no i think she needs to be better at conflict like just resolution resolution yep. yeah 100 percent. and like also maybe have a chat to her as well like mm-hmm. be like listen like oh he, he did say that he um what's accordion tells her like you know what you're wrong da 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 she gets and, upset at him and she no that's actually bad like you can't be defensive when someone tells you there's something wrong there's, mm, you know yeah. those people that you tell them something wrong and ika like mother they're the ones that are angry yeah, like yeah, how yeah. you're gonna say that to me no sorry darling he's actually right for telling her her khalad if he sat there and had um egged on her behavior and be like yeah mm-hmm. You know what? You know you're in the right. Yeah. That but he would have been a bad something? person. Can I say yeah. something? He said two years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of guys who actually genuinely like damsels in distress. They like a girl or that's just gone through. Yeah. Um, they have issues. a hero complex. Basically. Yeah, they have a hero complex, a savior mm-hmm. complex, and they're just like I think I'm not here to judge this person. Yeah. But maybe this guy actually likes that because two years is a long time to be with this one person when you know that she has these things um, mm-hmm. wrong with her. Yeah. So, Hadab, you know, if you really like her and you think, okay, maybe these issues aren't as big, then maybe stay with her and, you know. And like work you're it out. 26, Walala, you're not that yet. You're not a young man. You're not mm-hmm. in your 20s trying to run amok and just have a girlfriend. Guys, 26 is not that old. Though. No, it's not that old. Yeah, but like yeah. to settle down, yeah, 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 clearly no, wants to get married. Job. Yeah. You want to settle down. And this person, you want them to be the uh, mother of your children and stuff like that as well. Absolutely. So you have to pick a wise role model. Right. And if she can't even do her own conflict resolution, 
like yeah what's going to happen later on when you guys are married yeah wallahi facts yeah so just if it's something you can't have a conversation about i suggest you um maybe you guys are not compatible you know sometimes you like a person Mm. but they're not right for you you might genuinely have love and respect for this person but they're just not for you Mm. so maybe in a respectful way you guys maybe need to go your own separate ways if it's not something you guys can resolve effective immediately because y'all need to get married now and maybe you haven't (laughs) showed her you haven't showed her your boundaries when it comes to him saying um she gets upset when i want to hang out with the guys and that she's always in his space and she just wants to hang out with him maybe you haven't set up those boundaries yet Mm. and it's been two years surely you would have been like listen missus um what's called sundays for the guys or some shit like that yeah this is the way it's gonna be exactly set your boundaries and not all females are like that as well. No, yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Not all women, women are like women. that. Women, women, women. My bad. <laughs> no, I'm joking. My bad. I'm but joking. in saying that as well, like... Did he actually ask if all women were like yeah, that? Yeah, he said, I'm wondering, is this a genuine trait among females or is it just red flags I'm not seeing? No, I definitely it's think it's, it is... Like, she kind of is a bit of a red flag. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you've dealt with this red flag for two years. So it might be kind of yellow, green to you. Yeah. So that's why you don't see it. But that's okay. Um, honestly, have a conversation with her, a mature one, and just see. How no, it goes. I don't think he can have a conversation with her because I'm assuming he's already been like done that avenue and no. been and had a conversation. Because he said to her, "I've had a, like I've talked to her, and every time I tell her something, she thinks well, I'm not what's about no, I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Maybe you just have a hero complex at he this point, and you just it. want a damsel in distress. Yeah. And he also yeah. said. <laughs> If I wanted to leave her, how would I do it? You're not going nowhere, cuz. <laughs> well, I should go your locks. You ain't going nowhere. Your legs are shackled. If you want to leave her, you just you would have just left her. I know, but said, maybe he feels like I've already put two... Some people, I feel like they stay in relationships like that because they're like, okay, I've already like dedicated mm. two years of my life and my time to this relationship. I don't want it to come out of that. Like, I don't want to come out of this relationship and think that I wasted my entire life. Oh, well, you'd rather come years, out of that with have not accomplished anything for two years then be in an unhappy relationship for the rest of your life weigh yeah. it up two years is nothing yeah. rest of your life two years pick one like do you yeah. know what i mean especially if you're already unhappy now i don't understand yes you might have wasted your time i understand but it's never a waste of a time i feel like it's just a lesson learned next time yeah. you know and you grow and you look out for things but if i wanted to leave her there's definitely a respectful way to leave her i'm so sorry if you want to leave her just be like look i feel like we've had this conversation i don't feel like there's any um there's no it's not being resolved mm-hmm. um and i don't feel like i can stay with you and we're not compatible so it's going to be a wrap-up thing from here on you know what i mean yeah absolutely. but we any other last words for this brother no i honestly okay this is my overall consensus on this i feel like you shouldn't stay with her because i feel like she's just a walking red flag the fact that she doesn't want you to hang out with your friends and gets jealous about that the fact that she's constantly fighting her friends and family the fact that you when you advise her and tell her um you know you're wrong in a situation and then she gets upset at you like those are not things that i'd i as a man if i was a man i would not want to be in a relationship where my woman was doing that Mm. so i would say have a good good chat with her and if it doesn't resolve after that chat then wallahi dip and get out of the door i mean i wouldn't personally say that because it's been two years how many chances surely i've given you so many chances these like this two years Mm. something should have come should have come out can i 
just state the big elephant in the room. Boy. Why does everybody act like they're not toxic? No, no, everybody toxic. acts like they're the better person. They're so. the more yeah. Um, that's what I'm trying to the I normal f- person. I... So he probably like I reckon there's things that he sees in her because mm-hmm. he's been with her for two years. Two years to I don't know. I think that's a lot of investment. That is time long, investment. Long you know, time, yeah. mm-hmm. there's surely there's good things about her, and there's something that's you know making him want to stay and even consider marriage. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think if she's got issues, you know, fighting with people that are, I see that that's negative it's toxic all of those things but if i personally would suggest try to resolve it if you can't get out yeah i agree with that well like, mm-hmm. at least try yeah make like extend the last leg of effort and try to resolve it if it doesn't work i understand like you have to go your own separate ways well like, yeah mm-hmm. but definitely knock um knock it off in a very respectful manner imagine well, he fights with her and she's got another person to fight with oh like that's it, that's it. There's a list. You're going to be on her blacklist. Um, we've got to we'll move on to the third one. This one's quite a long one. And I feel like this one is like very, like very, very controversial. So the person said, Asalaamu Alaikum. I hope you're doing well. I'll be turning 27 soon. And since this pandemic started, I've been more serious than ever um, in terms of finding a spouse. I'd like to think I'm fairly practicing and wanted to also find a spouse who is. My family have bought traditional cultural girls who I felt no connection with despite me telling my family what I'm looking for. When I found a few people through friends and speaking online, their level of din or dress wasn't um, something I was comfortable with. The last girls I've spoken to, or the last four girls I've spoken to, whether in person or online, I've turned them all down for showing a portion of their hair, of their hair even though they had a scarf on. I'm in no position to tell a woman how to wear a hijab. I know women struggle with the hijab and I feel like I'm putting them down because of it. One of them um, got really hurt by it. My family have said I'm being too extreme in my search and no one fits that profile these days. I've always said my main deal breakers are if she doesn't pray and how she dresses. I don't want to come across as controlling and tell uh, and telling someone how to dress. It's difficult to compromise on these two things, but it's hard to tell someone that this is the reason I won't be moving forward. Do you think I'm being too strict? Any advice on how to search? First mm. of all, <laughs> you are in the absolute colored. I feel like when you're going to search for a person, I'm sorry, the one thing they show you on social media is how they present themselves. If you are already unhappy with the way you present themselves because they don't align with your morals and values when seeking marriage, why then do you pursue it and still um, message them and chat to them? They're already showing their hair. I feel like that's your type. You want it, but you want to change them. I'm sorry, that doesn't Mm. work like that. Mm. You're going about it the wrong way. The one thing they did show you was the way they dress, the way they live their lifestyle, what they do. All that stuff is on Instagram. Instagram shows you all those things. You already have that in your hand. Why then go forward with something just to turn it down? Mm. It doesn't make sense to me. That's true. Or why would you go into a relationship trying to change the person? Yeah. Like something that guys don't understand is, um, yes, you can meet someone, but and later on you guys can progress and you can advise them on the dean and stuff like that. But if you're going into a, like a relationship and you expect them to change straight away, like that's not on. The way you met me, like, mm. the way you met me is how I am right now. So give me time to change. I can't do... I can't just chuck on my hijab properly overnight. There's things that people struggle with. Mm. And I feel like even living in a Western, um, what's it called, world, they don't make it easy on us because we're constantly discriminated against here. We're constantly just trying to... Like, as a human, you want to fit in. So I feel like a lot of people, they show a portion of their hair or they'll dress a certain way because they want to fit into the like the crowd that's surrounding them. Or that's just the yeah. way they dress. Yeah. And that's just them. Yeah. I personally think 
you're right, Arthur, you've really made a good point about him going out of his way to, um, you know, pick up these girls or messages and whatever, mm-hmm. and then wanting to change them later on. Mm-hmm. Don't do that because you can clearly see, you can't just walk into someone's life and then assume that they're going to change for you. Mm. And if there's one thing I would advise this guy is do not ever think you can change somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so hard for a human being to change themselves. Like, if you say today, I want to change my behavior. These are the faults that I have. I want to change it. For you yourself, it's a, it's a mission. Mm-hmm. So how are you now then going to go out of your way to change somebody else? That's not your place. Mm-hmm. That's between them and Ilahi first and foremost. Whether they want to be hijabin or not, that's literally something between them and Ilahi. And you can't be disappointed. You can't, you know, feel upset because they didn't do nothing wrong to you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This is how you met me. So. Yeah, that's how you met the person. And like you said, Instagram is one place where people show what they want to show. Like mm-hmm. if they want to show their hair, that's what they've done. If I, Another thing is, personally though, I would say, mashallah, the fact that he has those... Um, those that criteria for the people the, the person he wants to settle down with is good because i w- i would genuinely say that those things are important like somebody who prays their salad number one and number two a woman or hijabin yeah yeah that is so important you, sh- you that's not something that you should actually um Avoid. compromise on mm-hmm. but in saying that if your search is if it's going to take you after 27 and it's going to take you a bit longer maybe even up until 29 then you'd rather be patient because why yeah. now get you know try to change somebody i've seen a lot of cases where they 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 would bring somebody and just because the girl wants to get married right now she'll change yeah and then tomorrow it's oh what yeah sana good i'm i wasn't wearing a hijab when you met me the jeans is what i'm on like mm. it like why are you on my case so you don't want that yeah. and yeah. if you are somebody who is wanting to be a better person in terms of his din and this is what you want to strive for the fact that you're patient you're going to get rewarded Allah will reward you and maybe these things are actually tests you know the fact that you're you're desiring a particular type of woman and you know these are the things that you're these are the type of girls that are being presented to you mm. maybe these are the, the test these are the things that Allah is testing you with mm. so just be patient and um inshallah maybe you find who knows it could be tomorrow mm. it could be a you don't want to you don't want to also you don't want to force the person into changing themselves because eventually they're changing for you for and not for ilahi so eventually they're going to start resenting the deen like once Mm. you guys go through those ups and downs of being in a relationship they're going to start resenting you and then they're going to think okay you made me like yeah you made me put on the hijab you made me cover up you made me do all this and then at the end of the day because oh you did that to them you forced them they didn't change for ilahi they changed because they love you mm-hmm. and i feel like that's just where a lot of people go wrong when they're um what's called advice and even the way you're advising someone to what's called put on the hijab properly or stop mm-hmm. wearing pants or stop doing i feel like there's a way to do it it's not just like oh you some people they do it in a way where they show you that like they give you the idea that you're less of a muslim mm-hmm. because you wear a pant because you wear pants mm-hmm. Or because you wear your hijab a certain way. And I feel like that's wrong, especially. Absolutely. And I just wanted to add as well, like if these are the things that you're looking for, you also need to put yourself in a position where you're actively seeking those type of people and put yourself in a position where that's the type of people you attract and not like, yeah, like you can go on Instagram as well and find your spouse. No problem. Like Mm -hmm. people find their spouses through social media all the time, but as well, like entertaining the same type of people and the same pattern to get a different result. It's your fault. It's it's your fault. It's not, um, it's not going to get you any different type of result. I'll tell you that for free. Mm. You want those, um, people that are praying and, um, wearing the hijab correctly. You need to also actively look for those type of people. Yeah. Maybe Instagram is not where you're finding them. How Try do you reckon he would, he would be able to do that though? Like 
find that particular type Ma- of person. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe like go to the mosque. But every you know, no, you know what he says. Everybody just says go to the no, mosque. No, like you're just to gonna mosque. pop in the mosque and you're gonna see a woman in a niqab. That's no, gonna say, no, I'm okay. ready to get married. No, because he said my okay. family have bought traditional cultural girls who I felt no ah. connection with, despite me telling my family what see? I'm looking for. That's, I, you know what I think. So you're looking underlying for issue here. Well, he's, he wants he's those attracted girls. to the bad he's girls. He's attracted to the baddies. Well, yeah, but he wants them to um not bad girls, but like he, wants, no, no, like, he wants a reformed bad girl. No, no. <laughs> he wants a reformed bad girl. He wants exactly <laughs> what I'm looking for in a guy. I want to reform a bad guy. Like most you girls. You want to reform bad no, boy? No, 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 not me. She wants an ex no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, not me. I'm just saying, like, like before, I wanted a reformed bad boy. The same way I'm looking for that, you're looking for a reformed bad girl. You're looking for someone. Why can't you? Wait. No, but why I, do no, you, you want me. a reformed bad boy? That's what I want to know. No, no. I just wanted someone Wait, that stop. was. Wait, stop. Ask you the question again. Why do you want a reformed bad boy? I really want to know. Yeah. That was. No, that's not now. before. <laughs> Oh, in, your, in the past. In my past, I wanted a reformed Why? Why now, then? I just Why want then? Nin or... Or reformed, I yeah. <laughs> when we say, like, a, um, like, we don't mean, like, a baddie, like, a, a girl that's, like, do you know what I mean? Up to madness. No, we literally mean, like... Like, bad girls clapped into up the bad girl. No, like, yeah, like, um, very good-looking girl that, oh. you know... Like, yeah, like... I, I thought, I, I, when I said um, reformed bad girl... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you oh, know, someone that posts... What do you mean by reformed bad girl? What? I don't know. <laughs> I, I meant just, like, a person that's out there on Instagram that... Yeah. looks good is actually eye baby candy hairs baby oh, yeah, hairs yeah. out and you yeah. just want that to be um yeah that's what i meant yeah, too like he's, meant. Int- he's attracted mm. to that the type. same type yeah and he wants somebody this this is what i don't understand but that's what guys. you're attracted to so why are you gonna try and change what you're attracted to no but when they get because men think when they get married it's a different ball game yeah now i secured the bag your mind you're no longer mm-hmm. for the general public Close the curtain. Yep. It's true. And now he thinks like you're a representation of him. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Like he wants people to look at his wife as somebody who's, you know, mashallah, Mm -hmm. she's covered, she's da da da, she's great. But it's it's so stupid because sorry, it's actually really dumb because why the hell would you do that from the beginning? Why would you go for somebody who you know is gonna struggle to be that person for you? Mm -hmm. Literally. It's, it's not, it doesn't make sense. And I feel like they find it very like, um, they just think it's like, that's something you should already want to do. When you ma- get married, you should already want to cover up. No, Isn't that something you want know. to do? They don't know. They, they just think it's a, just an on-demand type of yeah. thing. Wallahi, hijab is not on-demand. Hijab yeah. is a struggle. Well, Especially is, like as, as a Muslim girl that wears hijab, I there's a certain level of representation that mm. we have when it comes to Islam. Like you can obviously tell that we're Muslim just by looking at us, right? Because we Literally, have the hijab. The face on. of Islam, of exactly. Course. So if I'm, I don't want to represent the deen in a bad way, mm. and I don't want you to put that um, responsibility on me and be like, okay, you have to wear the hijab like this, you have to do this, and because I'm just gonna feel con- like confined, and yeah. I feel like any like misstep I make, like I'm ruining the deen. Mm. So, and I feel like just in general, they don't understand the struggle of wearing a hijab here. Well, like, really you guys think that it's easily wallahi. accessible to find clothing that covers us? Wallahi, these. You do know how much an abaya costs here in Australia? <laughs> Quite a lot of money. It's not yeah, easy. No, but in saying that too, like sometimes, honestly, that's. I'm gonna be honest. Hijab is something I actually struggle with. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I wear my scarf, mm-hmm. but sometimes I'd have like you know baby hairs mm-hmm. out, or not even that. Like, I would have jeans on or yeah. i would have like a tight skirt or tight and in saying that though wallahi personally for me um i don't know how this turned into a personal monologue but <laughs> <laughs> no, no but personally for me wallahi it is a struggle it's actually yeah. generally genuinely a huge struggle i feel you know there's times where i'd wear abaya even though i love my abayas as well it's like i would feel like okay you know i, I would have just looked a little bit better if i wore 
those jeans yeah. you know what I mean mm. and it's just the pressure too like you you see you walk out and you just feel like you're the odd one out Wallahi, imagine nice. like wearing a hijilbab as well like wearing a jilbab mm. and imagine on top of that even more amazing wearing, wearing a niqab mm. and you're walking like just say at you know the local shopping center you genuinely feel like the odd one out because yeah. every person is like you know not wearing that and you also feel like targeted like not targeted you can easily be targeted mm. especially in the current climate that we're in it's it's hard so in saying that so what my, what i meant by that was you're probably you know going out there wanting to meet somebody but you don't know what this person's dealing with mm-hmm. so you can't just expect somebody to change overnight because you are now attracted to them or yeah. you're interested in them it doesn't mm-hmm. work that way you know yeah I feel like if you're really wanting to settle down, be dad with yourself, be honest with yourself mm-hmm. and know that these things are not something that happens and changes overnight. Yeah. This is something that some scheming to like these girls are probably struggling with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe it's going to take a, t- a while for them to actually change or maybe they want to change and Allah is te- this is their test that they're in. Yeah. So it's not even about you. It's more about them. And mm-hmm. if they're, they're wanting to change, they probably will do it. And but like, if that's not for you, don't like go on. Mm. Go for the type of that you want mm-hmm. and don't expect them to change for you. Of course, Allah. And I feel like it's everybody's, um, it's ideal. Everybody wants to be a good Muslim. Mm-hmm. Wear their hijab, their abaya, you know what I mean? I feel like that's every girl, every Muslim girl's dream mm. to be on that level and faith and iman. Yeah. But you also have to be understanding in a sense where if that's not where she is right now, don't force it. Don't force your own agendas on a person. And wallahi, when they do it, for, when you truly love a person, you make dua for them mm-hmm. in the hopes that Ilahi, you know what I mean, gives it like has the mercy in their heart and they will change. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's probably long lasting that way. And they will actually fall in love with the hijab. They'll wear it properly. They'll wear it for the sake of Ilahi mm-hmm. and them for themselves. And then it will please you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you so. maybe like, it's fine. Like you can like talk to a girl that wears her hijab. You know what I mean? And maybe guide her. Be patient with her. Maybe like let it if it takes two years let it you know eventually she will come around but if you're not willing to do the whole waiting then just go and directly find what you want because you don't want to be a burden on a person i want to switch up on you guys what would you do if a guy actually came like a guy you were talking to Mm. said you guys were talking for a while and he said listen um like i really like you but there's one issue that i can't get past and it's the way you wear your hijab or it's the fact that you wear trousers like pants and jeans and all this what would you do to him like what would you say to him miss muhammad do you want to go <laughs> yeah i'll go personally for me because if it's a goal of mine i'll probably mm. you know try but not because he's told like not because somebody's requested for me to change or mm. put a hijab on properly you know what i mean i genuinely think well i wearing the scarf and wearing the hijab properly is the ultimate goal like it's it's mm. the best thing for you to do but i don't think i would because i like somebody and now he's asking me that i'll change for that like i wouldn't do that um yeah i don't i don't think i'll just change because somebody's asked me to how about you baby um personally wallahi i don't feel like i would i just don't because at the end of the day, like, say, for example, will I like the way I wear my hijab or the way I dress? Like, if I'm not even doing it for myself, what makes you, what makes you think I'll change for someone else? My own mum that makes dua, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, hijab, um, make it better for you, you know what I mean? Like, inshallah, like, you know, you stop wearing jeans or, like, you know, you dress properly. Like, the people that love me, they constantly make dua for me. Mm. I haven't even changed for my mum. I haven't even changed for myself. What makes you think I'm going to change for you? Do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like I personally couldn't. Yeah. Like, it's my own journey. It's my own struggle. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with it right now. Not that I should be, but I am. Um, 
and in the hopes that one day well like, i will change you know what i mean mm. um don't you think the pressure of like the expectation is the actual issue because when somebody's expecting I've, yeah. I've heard like people say oh you know what i'm i want you this is my expectation once we we do settle mm. you're not wearing whatever you're wearing right now that's the issue that's like for me where the problem is mm. don't you think that's the case if someone like, ever yeah. said you're not wearing what you're wearing right now i would be like why are you telling me what to do right now yeah yeah i would feel very like i'd be like whoa where did this come from mm. like you haven't said all this and and the thing is they make it like uh, the the reason i don't even like i wouldn't welcome that is because you're making it seem like you care for more about my um iman and my deen and my relationship with ilahe and the way i present more than i do yeah. do you know what mm. i mean you're making it seem like the like i don't know maybe i'm overthinking it but i just think surely whatever you're asking me i've thought about it mm. i feel like you know for what them I mean? it's it's more like now you're now a representation of me Mm-hmm. and those are my expectations those are the things i want mm-hmm. therefore stop that so i want to be perceived as a good like i want our relationship to be perceived as a good muslim couple right do you know what i mean and yeah. i feel like you're just too much emphasis on your own agenda yeah yeah that's what i mean yeah, yeah. like do you feel like um what's true. called as a woman I, I know that we're talking about the guy now but as a woman do you feel like you would even stop yourself from talking to somebody or getting in a relationship with somebody because you haven't got that down pat because yeah. you're still struggling like would you then want to first like pattern your um the way you dress and like the, the the hair covering and everything first before you even think about going and talking to a guy because wow. we always say this to guys we say listen like don't even try and change your girl if she, she's clearly not ready for it and you're not ready for it but like have you even looked at ourselves and be like oh shit maybe i shouldn't be talking to a guy if i haven't even fixed this about myself. darling casey that's a freaking great question well, lahi, that well, is. i love that and i definitely would like i wouldn't because i know at the end of the day most likely mm. if i'm it's not even about husband mm. if i'm a mother i want to be a good role model to my yes. kids yeah. Absolutely. you know what i mean and i do think it's really important and i actually think you know marriage would make it easier for you to stay covered and like for you to because now you're not wanting to impress others mm. <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> you know what i mean well, like, right. the pressure is like less to actually wear yeah. certain clothes but um yeah definitely i reckon that prayer um just a lot of things like it's just good because yeah. i realized even like if I'm looking to talk, like talk to someone in the hopes of marriage and say we go out or something like that, I've realized that I will dress a certain way when I'm going to meet them. Like I'll either wear a long skirt or wear a baya and stuff like that. I'm like, why am I doing this? What do you mean? Like, why am I trying to and show them like a false image of myself? Like, obviously, I wear pants. I struggle with that. That's the biggest. Alhamdulillah, my hijab is not the biggest struggle, but my biggest struggle is wearing pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I realized if when I'm going to meet this person, I started to throw on a long maxi skirt. <laughs> oh, no and way. And I'm like, what's going on with me? Oh, no. I feel like I'm... No way. Something, well, I, some, I feel like me in general, like I inherently want to show that person like a like a good version of myself. But then don't they just turn around and see you on Instagram? Like, Yeah, but that's the thing. <laughs> I don't post that stuff on Instagram as oh, well. Right. So that's like something uh, I struggle with. Okay. Hey, hey. For me. Well, I'm <laughs> It's I hard. don't know. For me, it's just like a... Well, I hate me. At this current moment in my life, that is me. So if you were going to go meet his mum or something like that, would you wear jeans? Whoa! Why, why, are, we, why are we going that far? Though? No, no, no. no because I, I want to know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, say, say um, he doesn't put any pressure on you to change or dress a certain way. But he's like, okay, now I'm going to introduce you to my family. I'm going to introduce you to my mum. And what would you do? Oh, no. Then, I would, then I, would, I would dress modest. Then I would wear like an abaya. Mm-hmm. Or like I would wear like... Um, long cardigan and like a skirt or something like that yes then i would dress appropriate why because 
I have hishwad for myself in that that certain setting. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And also, they're not going to see me out and stuff like that. Maybe they will, but even then, if I'm out, I don't mind them seeing me like that. Mm. But when I'm coming to your home, I want to be in. I want to be presentable. Do you know mm. what I mean? Not that I'm not presentable when I'm outside. Yeah. I'll just be that more respectful. Why? But why can't you be respectful like that to the entire world? And this is not me just thinking, this world. is me um, acting like the, the no, like, You know, personally, I didn't even want to meet anyone until I got that. Like, I don't want to be yeah, yeah. no nah. talking stage, none of that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to meet nobody's family until I got that in, like, down pat. That's true, yeah. I genuinely don't think I want to even, you know, get in, get into any of that. I feel like it's just a personal journey. Well, like, I genuinely feel like yeah, yeah. becoming a better person, fixing your prayers, um, what's it called? Just in general, all around becoming somebody who's mm. closer to the Dean, closer so. to Ilahi. Even though you'll never be perfect, you know, perfection is for Ilahi. Mm-hmm. You'll never ever be perfect. And that's what like gets me about a guy coming to my life and telling me, Hey, why aren't you doing this and mm. how come there's a bit of your baby here is showing? Because don't worry, I've been thinking about this. This is something right. that I worry about. It feels Not like that an I'm perfect as well. or close to it. Hmm? I'm not even gonna lie, when it someone does feel advises like me. I know they're not coming like in a way where they're just trying to disrespect me or something. But when someone advises me on something that I'm already struggling with, like mm. I kind of feel some type of way about it. Yeah. Regardless of any, it's like personal. the way you say it to me, I'm already going to feel some type of way. So I feel like if you're a guy and you're trying to advise um, someone you're talking to about their hijab and the way they dress, like be very, very sensitive about it. Mm. Yeah. Of course. Because some of them don't understand the struggle. Wallahi, they don't understand it. Yeah. No, they definitely don't. But in saying that as well, Wallahi, like, you never know what a person is going through. Mm. So just because that is your want and need, be very cautious. Wallahi. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because that could be the reason why someone resents the whole hijab. Yeah. yeah, true. And you don't want to be a reason why that person goes three steps backwards instead of ten steps forward. Yeah. So... Guys, um, I have a funny story. Yeah. Go ahead. I actually have a funny story. <laughs> so it was... Last year, we were overseas. Um, I was with my family. We were in Kenya. So I was, you know, they, they you climb on these motorbikes to get to like the nearest Sukhya. Yeah. And then, so it was, you like, there's a little motorbike driver and then there's, they usually fit two people. So mm-hmm. it was my cousin. Mm-hmm. She was wearing the niqab. So I don't know if you guys know, but in, you have been there, yeah? yeah? yeah. So in um, Kenya, what they do is all, all the Somali girls, all the women, they wear niqabs. They wear um, sometimes jilbabs, niqabs, and abas. For some reason, I always do that when I go there, yeah? Yeah. So this time, I didn't. I said, you know what? It's hot. I don't want to wear the niqab. Yeah. It was genuinely everything else I was covered. Yeah. I didn't have the jilbab on actually stuck for that. I had hijab. abaya, uh, normal hijab, and I sat on the motorbike. My cousin, she had everything on. Mm-hmm. So imagine we're driving, and then we're getting out of our little neighborhood, and then this Somali man sees me, <laughs> like an other. He yeah. goes, ah, there's Somali matida. Why? Niqab ka the awe. I said, what? He literally, this guy turned his whole head. And I'm like in a motorbike. Like, I'm literally moving past him. Yeah. And he spun. He literally spun. He said, I felt so offended, number one. And I just thought the audacity of this man. He's never seen me. He doesn't know who I am. Yeah. Doesn't know me from a bar of soap. And he thought, mind you, I was wearing everything else. Yeah. It's not like I was wearing jeans Uh or, you know what I mean? Or leggings or something like that. This guy actually went out of his way to ask me, if I was actually Somali, then are you Somali? Yeah. What does so- being Somali have to do with um, whether I'm covered or not? Like, he, there's people that would actually say, you know what, you're not a part of our community. Yeah. Matihid, so Muslim Matihid. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I think it's such a huge thing. Like, this whole, I like that we've, um, you know, moved on to speaking about the hijab because mm-hmm. I feel like this is the experience of a lot of girls. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Where they feel so judged based off what they're wearing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they feel sometimes even outcasted because of the way they well, dress. Like, 
but people actually don't know what this person is maybe this person actually wakes up for tajud maybe she's she prays maybe she gives sadaqah maybe she does so much for her community maybe she's body to her parents she's good to her family there's so many things about somebody you don't know yeah you know what i mean so like i think the hijab situation is such a sensitive Mm-hmm. and we've thing. seen that like oh, so many times talking to people on like clubhouse and things like that well they'll filter themselves mm. when they know that you're a hijabi and then they won't filter themselves and they'll try like they'll say all types of disrespectful stuff when they know that you're not a hijab mm. and oh i'm just like God, yeah. why would you why would you treat me like um lesser than if i wasn't a hijabi i could be a, i could have a better iman than you just because i'm not covering up my hair yeah that's true. one thing even in general, like I feel like men, when they're approaching you, they approach you with the way you present yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if I see that you don't have your hijab on on an IG, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then they move different. They move differently. But like, do you know what I mean? When they see a whole girl hijab and they're like, she's an ukhti, I'm going to move correct. Why can't you move correct regardless? Wallahi. She's a woman at the end of the day. She needs respect and she deserves respect. And I feel like also I wanted to touch on that our community doesn't make it easier. Forget mm. the men. They're already a problem. <laughs> menace to society they're a problem yeah. our own Somali communities our Havarias our aunties don't make it easy when they see you on the street they don't make it easy yeah 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 do you know what I mean it's everyday constantly like oh my god ah, yeah yeah well I had to struggle but like it's just a struggle it's like, actually a struggle I can't, I can't even leave my house without thinking like you know certain events that you go to when you well, know it's going to be predominantly Somali mm. you dress accordingly well, like, yeah. or even going to a certain area I won't wear pants because I know there's people there that will chat shit. Or I know yeah. there's a massive Somali community there. Mm. I would like move with caution, basically. Mm. But I feel like you, <laughs> have to, you just have to stay true to yourself. Like, so I true. feel like I've got over that phase. Like, I, don't I, really I think, you know what? You've got to stay true to yourself. I think I personally for me, like, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm over the code switching. Wallaha, <laughs> I'm over it. This is me currently. This is who I am. And this is who I am. Yeah. Like, I actually have zero care. Like, no, not that I don't have zero care. I, just, I do. I want to change, of yeah. course. But I'm saying in the sense where I'm pleasing other people, yeah. I'm sorry, it doesn't align with my morals. Yeah. But right then, like, even then, like, yes, you can say that. But what I'm thinking about in the back of my head is what the people perceive of my family. Because I know to my parents, like, reputation is a big thing. Mm. And I know that they don't want their daughters to be out in the streets wearing pants and stuff like that. They don't want people <laughs> to know streets, them. Yeah. Well, like, out in these streets wearing pants and stuff. And they don't want people to perceive their family like that because yeah. they already hold themselves in such a high regard and the entire like That's the entire Somali yeah. Yeah, community mm. holds them to a regard as a um, certain status so I'm when I'm wearing stuff like that or if I'm going to a certain area and I'm covering up I'm mainly doing it and I know this is bad I should do it for myself but I'm mainly doing it because I don't want ladies talking shit about my mum I don't want mm. lady, uh, guys talking shit about my dad saying you know she's wearing pants and we're and all this mess basically mm. but that's the reason why i do stuff yeah, like that okay. not because i'm you know trying to protect myself i'm trying to protect my your parents. family yeah yeah, yeah absolutely I, I agree with that but at the end of the day well like you wearing pants is not your parents doing a bad job at parenting I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. but the, we, like, can, we can say that, they, but that's just yeah, the Somali... Yeah, you should do that. They're, they're, that's the Somali mindset. That's the Somali mindset. But at the end of the day, my, just because I wear pants doesn't mean my mum didn't raise me right. Mm. Like, you don't know oh, the yeah, relationship. Yeah. And mind you, your parents, like, they're all hijab and that's to the core, mashallah. Wallahi, like, yeah. that's, that's so true. Wallahi, like, yeah. sometimes I'm like... That's how you know about, wallahi, this, these things are so personal. Like, it's mm-hmm. genuinely so personal. Our parents are literally, they wear 
the full covering yeah. from head to toe. Wow. They're good people. They so are. don't be blaming people. Wow, but just like you just said, uh, Miss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like you said, Miss Muhammad, our parents are good parents, but why do you not classify yourself as a good person? Just because. I you think, you know what it is? Can I just say something? Wallahi. Go ahead. You know how you said the whole community thing? Yeah. I was always like that. Oh my God, the community, the community, the community. But it got to the point where I'm like, you know what? The, if I think about the community forever, I'm never going to actually think about what I think. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, I have to now, <laughs> for me to make changes, I have to actually accept where I'm at, mm-hmm. where I want to go. Mm-hmm. I have to look at that and how I'm going to get there. Yeah. But if the community is the main thing that's on my mind predominantly. There's then no hormar. There's no hormar. Wallahi, I'm so sorry. Yeah, wallahi. I swear to God, like, sometimes the Somali community is like, I find them like. No, wallahi, the, we're, 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 we're the, our own, good and bad, but. Yeah, good and bad, yeah. but sometimes I feel like we're our own worst enemy. We're like, they're so wallahi. EPs. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest UPs out here. No, but well, like them. overall, but look at it. Look at it in a way. Well, like, in a way, though, they think this is we need to preserve and like we want our girls to look a certain way and they need to be good and need to, maybe the way they go about it is not the best. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. it's not. And this whole like a backbiting business and like when your homegirl, your daughter's out in these streets, come collect her. <laughs> She's shaking her ass on a yacht <laughs> in, in Dubai. Dubai. <laughs> 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 I love it. I if love these Somali moms really, really cared, well, like they would have collected their own daughters first yeah. instead of talking shit about next home. I girls. swear, it's the ones that they know their daughters are doing a madness in the street. They're yeah, the but ones maybe it's that just a way. You know what? I reckon it's a way to say, "Let me get to this woman before she gets to me." Period. I don't know, yeah, and I don't find there's any pressure on Somali boys. I just don't find it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Where yeah, is yeah. the pressure? Where? Which pressure can get this? How? For for us, it's already the hijab. Yeah. Then being a second mum in your house, then go getting an education, then finding um a good husband. Well like, there's so many Honestly, but you know what, I don't really relate to any of those things. <laughs> I don't relate to any of those things. What do you mean? I don't. No, I'm saying as a general. As might, a, yeah, in general. But yeah, I don't yeah, think no. I have that. Like, for me, my family don't put that pressure on me. No, no neither yeah, do mine. Yeah. I wouldn't say they do wallahi, at all. But I'm saying mm. that is a whole. Like, you know, even like, I feel for my own sisters. What the hell? Yeah, that's a lot to take on. Wallahi. That's that a lot really to take is, on. I couldn't imagine. Maybe for me, though, maybe it's because I said I'm not doing any of that stuff a long time ago. Yeah. I literally said, tap out, tap out. Wallahi. I can't handle it. When you're the oldest girl, it's like something that you can't even run away from. Yeah, you're the oldest, aren't you? Wallahi. It's really hard being wallahi, the eldest daughter in a household because I feel like there's certain. Um, they put you on a pedestal mm. and i feel like hoy's always like you know you're the oldest of the house you know act a certain way show these kids that mm. they're not allowed to do certain things show them that they can't dress like that because when they leave that you know when they leave the house now in jeans and pants and stuff like that my brother would be like casey like what the heck it's because you wear pants you're showing them that this is all right you're out running around in these streets in pants they're gonna think it's okay at the end mm. of the day so why don't you be a good role model and then dress modestly and then they'll follow you oh, oh my, wow oh my god that's a lot of pressure that's, man that's well, a lot, it's a lot of pressure even even the way they um what's it called carry themselves outside is a reflection on me as a sister mm. and the way i'm doing you know and would they actually pull you up and say that my family yeah yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. like if they're doing something wrong i'm doing something wrong as well Really? Wow. Well, like, if no, they're off the rails, we're here for you. what are you doing? We feel you. <laughs> we feel you. But no, alhamdulillah. Like, I feel yeah, like but you're like on the younger end. Yeah, of course. Yeah, mashallah, mashallah. We have a last. Uh, it's not really a dilemma. Mm. Actually, it's like some something someone asked, and I feel like we would be good people to answer this because uh. there's like differing and levels to this. But someone said. How can a second generation Somali improve on their Somali? You want to take it away? <laughs> you know what? First of all, I just want to know how did you learn how to talk Somali so well? Because 
She's younger than me and she talks like an AA that's been alive for hundreds of years. I don't know, guys. Like, I love being Somali so much. Like, you don't understand, like, me, like, when I'm in the car with you guys and stuff like that. Wallahi, I'm always playing Somali tunes. I'm always, like, my for you page is Somali TikTok. Like, everything about me, like, I love being Somali so much. Wallahi, and to me, like, I find it shame on myself if I don't know how to speak my own language. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like... That's why when, I'm, when I see people, like, even on Clubhouse and stuff like that, or, like, people that, um, like, you know, my cousins, my young cousins and stuff like that, when they don't know how to speak Somali, I'm like, what, what's going on? Like, well, I have my nieces and nephews, yeah. I'll be like to them, what are you call it? She'll be like, don't talk to me in that language. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. know it. <laughs> I've seen people do that. I'm like, Allah. She's like, my mom doesn't speak to me in that language. I've, I've heard someone say, oh, my God, there's, like, a language barrier. I don't understand <laughs> So, Allah. I'm like, what are you Somali? at that Somali? <laughs> No, yeah. these kids have like taken it too far. Well, like, my sisters don't even know. Some of them don't know someone. Imagine oh, half nah. the time when I hear them talk, someone is like, "What are you saying?" Well, like, it's wow. And for me, I feel like banter is the best in Somali. Absolutely. Well, like, well, like, things I just sound so much funnier in Somali. In Somali, yeah, no way. There's the certain level of banter that you can't even experience. Well, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just cannot do it. Like, if you can't speak Somali, what is going on? Well, like, like you just what is going on? Yeah. But to... and personally, I learned her. Yeah, really? because it was yeah. yeah, you know um I don't know if he's had this experience, but like mums like the the habriyash and stuff would be like, Allah say wa hasul has arak firi firi firi. You know what I mean? You'd get shamed oh. for not knowing how to speak yeah. the language. So for me, I always felt like no no no, I can't be that person. Um, I spent a lot of time with like people older than me as well. So yeah. I would just literally watch them like a hawk. I'd see you know what I mean the ins and outs, how the banter is, the, all of that. So I just learned well I hoga kubarte. Even though my Somali is not A1. No, yeah. your Somali is That's amazing. That's my Somali. Mm. Yes. Well, I tend to. I'm not even going to care. Thanks, babe. No, no. Well, I heard a And I think I genuinely love my culture. I genuinely love everything about love being that. Somali. I love the Bati and the Basti Sugo and the Bris. <laughs> and the Somali. Like, Shah. Everything. You know what I mean? Like, just being Somali. I love it. And then speaking your own language. Is, I, don't, I don't know. I, there's nothing I that beats like- that. I feel like coming from someone that's, um, I've only recently started to talk Somali a lot. Before mm-hmm. then, like even Baby H can attest to this, I sound like a white gal. No <laughs> like they, no. I used to actually be like to, what, hello? Literally, I have that accent. I'm not even going to care. Shah Marabi. Shah Marabi. Even the things I used to say, like, they're just like, what is that? Because that's Afjini, that's not Somali. And I'm just like, um, well, I found it so hard because coming from a house where there's two different dialects that are being spoken mm. there's Somali there's Afmahatir Afmai and English as well mm. like I, I had a hard time picking up like what's what I feel like mm-hmm. when I was younger maybe it was easier and then slowly when I started to go to high school and primary school that sort of left because I was constantly surrounded by people that weren't Somali I had never had any Somali friends mm. I feel like in year, year 12 was probably when I started making friends with Somali people and then in uni, I met, obviously, I got close with Baby H and everything. And these, like, our group, they're constantly talking Somali. And I feel like it was, like, a little kick in the ass, like, Casey, like, you need to learn this shit. You're already, like, what? Wow. You're this age and you don't know anything. Yeah. Or you're Somalis, like, get, get, like, say Wallahi type of Somali. So I was yeah, like, say Wallahi. Wallahi, like, yeah, say Wallahi. <laughs> Proper Hoi Matalo. And I was like, okay, I can't be this age and not know, Mm-mm. you know, my roots. And there's also, like you have to fall in love with your culture before you could even like, embark mm. on a journey like this. Because before, not that I would renounce the fact that I was Somali, but I would never really claim it or I wouldn't like outwardly like show ah, my culture, if yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Mm. 
And um, I feel like obviously that's changed with time, but now it's about surrounding yourself with people that are, you know, constantly talking Somali and that they motivate you. Because mm. at the end of the day, if you're constantly with people like Baby H, you're going to feel like an uh, like an outlier, like an outsider <laughs> if you're talking in English because she's just going to be constantly like chatting, yeah. bell shit in Somali. But I love it, Wallahi. No, no Wallahi facts. And also like, even if you say that you've pronounced words wrong, just keep going. Like, yeah, but eventually you'll just master it. Well, I had to feel of like, you know, they make fun of you when you get, 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 like when you, <laughs> yeah. you say a word wrong or something like that. But these girls, Alhamdulillah, they're very patient and they'll like, if I say something wrong, I'll oh, be like, wait, so let me say it again. Let me, give me one more time. Mm. Give me another chance. But yeah. And at the start, like she used to be like, oh my God, like you're such a fob. I'm like, hello. How is she better for my blood? Wallah, her and Hoy get on. Blood, yeah. Her and Hoy get on like a house on fire. I'm They're just a love of fobs. I love it. Love fobs. I love it. Like my Somali tunes, my body. It's good, Wallah. <laughs> like Wallah. And imagine, yeah, I thought I had good Somali guys. When I went to Hamaria, <laughs> I got roasted. No. Guys, they said, first of all, they're like, I was on the beach, right, guys? I'm walking, you know, catching a vibe, and these kids are they're like, Shema Arab. Somali <laughs> and I'm thinking I'm looking around myself I'm like where are these Arabs at what the hell and I'm like Naya and I was like little kids say that too well, like, like five six year olds yeah I'm so sure I'm like Ma'aniga hello are you okay are you dumb <laughs> what and I was looking I'm like like um, take it to my and I'm thinking okay this is where and mind you yeah I, got, I felt this pressure I just fumbled the bag Aniga, Australia, Australia, The kids there, they'll actually like violate well, you. Violent. Even if you have like ten ten Somali here, your Somali there is shit. Yeah, I felt like oh, that. I no. felt like that. And the pressure. The second day when I said, <clears throat> "Yeah, Somali, hello." I speak to them like, "Hello, are you dumb?" That's fair. When you used to chat to them, yeah, mind you, they're so afkulul. Like <clears throat> when I tell you roasting, yeah, how you look is ha- exactly what they say to you. Like Miss Muhammad, I think you're a start kawa, but kakasim. Huh? Little kids. Wallahi, little kids. My dish. I would have died. Sorry. What the hell? Say, I'm not hello. And I have five, five kids. We're in Somalia, cuz. Bro, in Somalia, and Adero will just come and beat the shit out of you. Yes, they give a shit who you are. I might not be your mum or your dad, but I'll knock you out. And they'll be like, um, literally, the, I was with um one of the girls, right? And she was quite skinny. And they're like, hey, yeah. I think they talk to me, yeah? Basically, I think I'm her anyway. Why are you like that? I'm thinking, rah, why do you? I'm like, no I'm thinking, I'm dying. I'm thinking, ha ha ha. Like, he's like, it's not, it's cool now, basically. <laughs> no way. And he's like, no man can smile with head jalien, cover inta, like, I'm like, what the actual hell? Those little kids, well, I would not. You're in Somali, cuz anything goes. Well, that's why I have no rules. What do you mean? How many times did I see like um so there was this lady right and she was just begging for money in front of the par- the parliament house, yeah and the, the oh, haram. S- right and then the ha the security guards or whatever the askeri that were there literally had it all knocking her toes out yeah uh-huh. oh in the parliament house right yeah basically yeah. like the parliament people are like with the magayal and wazirke and all these people coming in right I'm like I got so mad I was literally like I forgot that I was in Somalia I'm like. Sauta, like, I was just yelling at my, how's happening? Everybody's gonna make, don't hit you crazy. Like, you need to calm down. 
I'm trying to defend that. I'm dead. Because I'm like, she's elder. Like, how are you going to knock out? Bro, like, you're going to get shut up in these streets. No. Like, guys, you know, you guys make Somali sound that, that very bad. Yeah, that's It can't be me. that bad. No, no. Like, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that was actually happens. But, like, for them, it's no. age is just a not muckle. Well, like, it's all about your status and your power. You're kidding. Well, like, I'm so sorry, but I don't get me wrong. I love the place. They're so banterous. They're so funny. You can say anything to them and they're going to laugh for you. Yeah. What had that shut up? I've <laughs> you know what some guy said to me he's like because you know how the Italians when they colonized it there's still like churches right yeah. they're like ah, baby age they're like yeah you know what I heard well like there's actually when you go there they treat you like dirt because you're from like um even the way you walk they'll say hi it's so funny um, now that's definitely an experience i want to have i, I want to have uh, this covid stuff is over on Bijaj yeah. laha though, those guys, yeah, they're crazy. What's up? Marqan Adi, why Marqan? What's up? The, the three legged um the vehicles. vehicles the oh, like the tutuks, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard a lot of shit so about that. So funny, Wallahi. It was at nighttime, right? And the guy's like, um, with one of the girls. And she goes, obviously, he at nighttime, there's stops everywhere. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, they're scared of, like, you know, people coming past, and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So everywhere you go, there's what? Stop, stop, ID card, ID card, by the way, Dina. Why, why do they ask you for ID? That I, I asked ID, the Bajazil has, so, because, you know, a random qara has happened. Yeah, yeah. So they're oh, very scared of that, you know? So every, there's a stop point. And he's like, I can't take you there because they're going to stop me. And mm-hmm. I, we don't have time for that. She's like, because she's literally shaking the bajaj. She's like, wallah, what again? Wa kuwara, best rio. Wa kuwara. Wa Does that mean like I'm going to two-piece you? No. <laughs> She goes, Wallah, I'm gonna I'm hang, hang you. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm gonna hang well, you. Yeah, imagine yeah. she's shaking his bajaj. I'm like, I'll buy mine. I get addicted. I'll buy a wax. Can I don't worry. We'll just, you know, we'll take another bajaj. She's like, Mayas, Wallah, I'm like, 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 Wallahi, that's definitely an experience so I would want to have. Wallahi, like, I would go and everybody's so nice. Wanna, yeah, everybody's even family. I just want to meet like my heritage. Wallahi, hasusa galne guys. It's fine. People can they can hear about this, but I just want to meet. I've never met my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Like I've and I haven't met my dad's um my grandma from my dad's side. Um, I've only ever talked to my grandpa from my dad's side, and I've met like. Over the phone, obviously, my pa- mom's parents. But I don't know anyone. Are they in Somalia? Yeah, they're all in Baidu. Oh, wow. Which is mm. crazy. Um, But I just want to see, like, my heritage. Like, my uncles and cousins. Because I don't have any cousins here. Like, mm-hmm. proper cousin cousins. I only have one mm. family. Everyone else is, like, spread across Europe and America and Middle East and all that. But Yeah. Yeah, just... Somalia is such a vibe. Wallahi. Wallahi. <clears throat> Even, like, literally, it. when I went to um, my dad's orphanage. Mm-hmm. 
that was the best experience of my life like i was like wow this man is incredible like wallahi i was in disbelief i wanted to cry like i was like that's amazing i saw the videos and stuff yeah i'm like my dad kept on posting them i was like wow (laughs) on his facebook page yeah on his facebook page i love it but yeah it was so good it was such a vibe now wallahi i wish we could all go together wallahi that would be and just live the make it happen my 252 dream that was a good chat, guys. Well, like, that was a good yeah, chat. Yeah, well, like, it really was. Thanks for having me. No worries. That was fun. Yeah. Thanks for Let coming come. on. What the hell? Imagine next time, next time I call you and request about me. Igli. Anytime. What besides this? Igli. I want to speak on the podcast. Well, like, anytime. But um, I hope we helped you guys solve your dilemmas. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it was a very, very informative episode. Yeah. Especially hearing people's problems and just the way the male species thinks sometimes. It just astounds me. Well, like, I'm just like okay well yeah, yeah i feel like we answered more guys's um, yeah thing. they were all from guys the, the, really? the two were from the guys and yeah. one was from a girl yeah 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 i actually yeah yeah i really liked how we spoke about the hijab situation yeah. after yeah. that though because i love that it was really, you know, it was really nice um inshallah guys whoever asked those questions may allah make it easy for you guys mm-hmm. and don't take our advice seriously yeah i mean like take the good and leave everything else. yeah there's yeah. some banter in it but like obviously what? pick out the lessons that we've dropped yeah. in there the gems whatever yeah. works for you take it and whatever doesn't and doesn't align with your morals and values just leave <laughs> yeah. it <laughs> really i don't want to be the reason why your relationship didn't work out. yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> we're out here struggling with our own <laughs> We don't have time for that. We don't. But thank you for being on our podcast, Miss. And that is the end of the episode, guys. Thank you for listening. We actually appreciate the people that have been sending in some dilemmas. Don't forget that we're on Curious Cat. So even if it's something that it's like um, very hard for you to share and you don't want your name to be out there, like send it through Curious Cat. We don't see your name. It just comes up as anonymous. And you can be as truthful and as raw as you want to be. But don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Let Me Explain. And we're also on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor, and Google Podcast. And yeah. I have been your host, Baby H. And I've been your host, Casey. Bye, guys. Bye.